The Soul Essence Big Interview. So today's guest needs almost no introduction given she appears most weeks on the show. Please give it up for the one and only Barbara Tucker. Hi everybody. Hi everyone. (laughs) Great to speak to you. Now 2020 has been probably the strangest year ever. First of all, how are you doing with everything that's going on? You know what? God is good and I trust God for my life and nothing against anyone else. You know how sometimes people like, well, I don't believe it. You know, what you believe for you is all good. And what I believe or choose to put my faith in is all good. Amen. Well, I'm really, 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 really glad to hear that. And I was going to say one really, really positive thing about 2020 is your tune, Free Yourself, which seems to cheer up everyone who I play it to. How does it feel to know that you've been keeping us going this side of the pond with your effort? (laughs) I, I didn't know that because, you know, over here in New York, people, they tend to stay with their sounds or if you have a producer who's a DJ, he plays his stuff or things that he has alliances with. So you don't always get to hear your your music. That's why I love the UK. That's why I love overseas because I want to say that um, the DJs, the music producers can be authentic, can be, I didn't say all of them, to music in general. Don't just play it because it's on that label. Don't just play it because maybe the big boss said, this is what we're listening to to play this. Play music. Play music. If you want to inspire people, play music. Because then people start, give. I think give all music a fair chance. If it's good, let it play. Amen, that's how I feel. But I'm happy and I'm honored. Free yourself and let the music take us where we want to be. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so you recently shared a photo of you signing for Strictly Rhythm alongside Gladys Pizzaro. Ah, and Gladys that, Pizzaro, yes. That made you one of their kind of iconic artists of that label. At what, for me, and I think for a lot of people, was sort of the halcyon days of Strictly Rhythm. What was it like being part of that family? I choreographed for one of their artists, Butch Quick, and I, as I also did background for him on his project. And Gladys, I didn't know she um, knew even of me, but she was like, I always wanted to work with you because I was also a club promoter, promoting music with my partner, Don Welch of the Underground Network. So mm-hmm. prior to me signing that, I was signed to Louis Vega um, for a three single deal. And I came out of that deal and then signed with Strictly Rhythm. First of all, I was signed for six years. I was the longest house artist at that time signed to a label, to a house label. Because that people were just signing tracks, which they would, they're doing now. They don't really even sign artists. So they don't really mold them. They don't really shape them. But then Gladys said, we don't know what to do with you because I styled myself. I choreographed for myself. <laughs> You know, I do my own shows I ha- because that's where I came from. I came from musical theater, and this is what we do. We, we do it all. We had a really good relationship. We still, still do. Um, so it was awesome to be a part of the music scene in that time. Amen. To meet up with Mark Finkelstein and the crew yeah. and just having a family relationship. Everybody back then, especially the producer DJs, wanted to sign with Strictly because Strictly was known for paying. 
I'm not saying they were giving you a million dollars, but you best believe their accounting department was on point and you got your money. They licensed, um, or excuse me, distributed so many house labels. Everybody wanted to be a part of that. That's interesting because you mentioned about producers there. And when I flick through my collection of Strictly Rhythm, but not just Strictly Rhythm, other work you've done as well, I see you working with like a huge spectrum of different producers, but never ever a bad track. So what's your secret then? Um, a, we were getting in a good season. B, a label that knew marketing. Though some people say, oh, well, they put out a record a week. You know what? It worked for them. So you work your game as they work their game, you know, and being able to sing and being able to have great co-writers or writers and awesome background singers and, of course, a momentum. You can't let that stop. That's why I don't believe in, oh, we're just going to do one song with you. No. Sign an artist for three songs. Give them some momentum. Give them some play. And then Strictly Rhythm was wise enough to have a Strictly UK. You know, so... And then also licensing the record that's really important because you can't do it yourself you can do it in your territory but you don't know other countries territories so you get someone in that territory to partner up with and make it bump one of my favorite collaborations of yours actually was from that era which was party feeling which you recorded with probably thank you somebody knows the song probably knows it was with the b crew that was that's my concept and get that party feeling when we come together. Got me, you know. I love that song. I love what the B crew was about. What I was going to say was, I still play that regularly now on the show, as the listeners know. And I was just interested Thank to you. know a little bit about how that concept came together, because that's like a who's who of house music greats, right there. Yes, it was again. The B crew is, is my concept, and because I always like singing with people. And actually, I had chosen Monet because I thought, look, she's vanilla chocolate of house. I don't know where she is these days, but come on, you hear that girl? Oh, I love her. She sings. She she sings better than a lot of um, sisters in house music who supposedly soulful. She always had a voice, and I respected it. One of my favorite artists is Dajay. She's fun. I like the fact that she dances when she sings. So her as a performer and a writer is fun. And she's always laughing. And then um, this is a time that Strictly just kind of signed Ultra. And so Gladys said, oh, why don't you put um, Ultra in it also? And that's how that came about. What makes Barbara Tucker say yes to a collaboration? First, respect, respect me as an artist. Respect my being here 35 years give me some credit for at least stamina and being here consistently and so when you come to me don't just say oh can we do a collaboration and i don't know know your work who are you who are you are you using me for my branding to move up what is it that you really want from me um when you come to me with a song I really don't like just be, bring the song. Let me see where you're coming from. Cause when you come to me with, you just got a beat and then you might put a bass line down and that's it. Then are you looking for my voice to create the melody of this song? What are you working with at the same time? When you come to Barbara Tucker, let me know the plan. What is the plan? 
Um, do you have a label? Are you shopping it because my voice is on it? Um, are you working with musicians? What is the intention with this project that we're doing? And then don't come empty handed. Amen. <laughs> Talking of working together, actually, and moving a little bit away from music, one of the things I find inspiring about you is not just obviously your fantastic music career, but also the humanitarian effort that you've put in recently with the Book Bank Foundation. For those who haven't seen that, did you just want to let us know a little bit about what you've been up to? I think, first of all, when God gives you a gift, you can use your gift to bless the world. And I work with Dr. Glenn Toby, a.k.a. Sweetie G, who did the um, garage anthem, Mafumbi, Mafumbi. Very, very powerful with his heart and what he does and his humanitarian causes. And he was always doing this before I eventually joined part of the New York chapter here. The book bank is, we started off giving books, one book at a time to homeless families. And then from there, we um, collect clothing, the toiletry, of course, books. We bring forth inspiration and song and we go around the Christmas holiday to anywhere up to maybe 10 shelters in a day. Um, with this last year, we had two full buses. It was awesome. Um, and the people that come along with it, I've awakened some of this and some of the artists and I thank God for them and what they, their heart, because you can't tell me, oh, I love God and I'm singing this song in this gospel house and it's all this. And you have yet to go to volunteer in a shelter, help clothe somebody, help feed somebody. So really, so I need to see your actions because we all need to step up to the plate and these people need us. There are homeless people around, people who, who don't eat. What could you do? So big shout out to um, Dr. Glenn Toby, um, based out of Atlanta and um, New York as well, the Book Bank Foundation, who I wish I was there in Atlanta. Now they're going around with boxes of food, wow. knocking on doors and giving it to people in this pandemic. When a person thinks of other than themselves, in times especially as this God is pleased with that I don't care to give to fundraiser or foundation to a million dollar fund fundraiser let's just get on the street because we don't know how that money will go and where it's going so where you know you can become a part of an organization firsthand even a uh, big shout out to my girl Jana Saunders who's aka in the matrix I remember her many Thanksgivings and I'm like, so what are you doing on Thanksgiving? Oh, I'm going to the soup kitchen. She's always at the soup kitchen yeah. serving. She's inspired me. I, I love her. Those are the type of people that attract me, Barbara Tucker, the ones who have the heart for, for the people. Not, oh, I just did a track and it had um, the legends and, and all these the singers and the musicians. And I just did a track. Okay, now that you had a track and God's blessing you, what are you doing for the people? What are you giving back? So, you know, those are the things that I'm like, wow, this person is more than this music, more than this song. This person is walking with a Christ mentality um, of helping each other, humanity. And I want to take you back now 25 years to 1995, cast your mind back, where in an interview not unlike this, someone asked you to (laughs) define what a diva was. And you said it was a sustaining artist, but you refused to identify it as one on that basis. 
How would you answer that now? As we look at the word divinity, and diva comes from divinity. Yeah. So that to me is God within that person and invoking the spirit and the anointing of what comes from what they say. When they feel, when you can feel their heart and you get the message of what they're saying, that's another reason why I can't think everything, you know. Mm. Um, then I think that God is in the equation. A diva is you not with an attitude, well, I asked for this, I didn't <laughs> ask for that. Yeah. Oh, I need this in my bathroom, not that. And I want to, what is that? That's a Luciferian spirit that I, 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 and I think when people book you, really hire you, yeah. um, they intend for you to come forth on that stage with all of your all that was that God gave you. And and if you notice, even me, I like to pull people on the stage. I like to create moments that someone could remember because I don't know what you're going back home to. You're on. You're here in Ibiza. We're here at the Blue Marlin or the Children of the 80s or Glitterbox and you just want to forget about I had to work. I worked so hard to pay for this vacation. I'm here. I want to create moments and an atmosphere that people can have joy and forget their troubles or get through them with a strength and a power that is always inside of you. So that's what I think a diva um, can do. And Louis Vega famously christened you the Queen of House. How comfortable were you with that crown? I'm very comfortable as I wasn't comfortable because I hear somebody say, who does men say that you are? Now, for you to come up with a name and say, I'm queen of this or that, and we had never even heard of the title. We haven't even heard of that. What, what, what does that mean? That is, again, not in humility, in humility because you want to be identified you want people to recognize and identify you, but guess what? You, When you're humble with it, people will recognize who's in front. And I want to say, I don't think so much that, oh, because she had 15 number one billboard hit, oh, she's number one again on track stores, but you don't have any gigs. I heard Tina Turner say once in a, in a show that before I had a deal, actually it was in her book, because I like to read biographies, the story mm. of other artists' life. Before she said, I had a record deal, I always had a gig. And I heard Mauricio Clemente out of Italy say once, most artists, when they get a song and it's three months to let it live, and then it might stop or they might drop off. But you, because of your show and what you do, people, that's why you're always being booked. I just have so much fun with it. And I believe... Also, because again, I was a cl- um, club promoter, um, club promoter, club uh, choreographer. Um, so I write for artists. I can stage artists. So I embody a queen. When you have a queen, a queen of anything is supposed to take care of people, make sure there's food, make sure the doors are open, make sure is everybody okay. As um, Erica Badu say, y'all all right? Not just <laughs> oh, I, I, I. So come on then, after all that, what are you going to be doing for us for the rest of 2020 and the start of 21 then? Get ready. I've got something coming out with East Mood on his album. I'm working with Georgie Porgy for my my album project along, along with Kyle Small Smith, who did Follow Me, the producer of that. So wow. I have a lot of stuff in the works that I am surely doing, producing as well for artists, working with my group, um, Always the Crew, and 
working with an artist, Mitt Matlock. Um, she's Back to Love. I hope you have that song, Back to Love, produced by Inyaki out of Ibiza. That song is a driver. If you want to shout, if you want to go out and work in the gym, if you want to feel <laughs> some vocals just doing what it does, play. I dare you to play that, Martin, Back to Love by Mitch with Mitch Matlock. Well, I can honestly say I would love to keep you here chatting all day, but I guess I'm going to have to let you go at some time. I'm going to play one of my favourite tracks of yours uh, next. Oh, yeah. Which is Bring You so Love with uh, Visual. I Bring You Love. Oh, my God. Jesus. Okay. I would be honoured. I Bring You Love. You certainly do. I forgot all about that song. Oh, my God. Jesus. I would be absolutely honoured if you would introduce it for me. Would you mind? I would love to. Hi, beautiful people. There are as many songs as there are. We want to not forget this song. Yes, the favorite of Martin's, as he said, and we hope you enjoy it as well. This is Bring You Love by Visual, featuring Barbara.